It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Frozen. Frozen. Heroes. Gonna tell you about Frozen. Frozen. Heroes. Gonna tell you about comic books. Costumes. Facts. Boots. And other stuff. In this week's issue, Ultimate Warrior, or just Warrior. Welcome into Bros, Foes, and Heroes. I am Zach, joined as always by my co-host Mike. Hello. And Mike, today's episode of our comics podcast, or mm-hmm. comic book podcast, right. is related to a comic book, but the character is not a comic character. Right. It's a, uh, how will I put this? It is a creation of an, a different universe. Yes. That has been, you know, used. I'm trying to make it sound cooler than it is. It's a wrestler. Right. Um, not to say that wrestling isn't cool because I absolutely love wrestling. Right, right. Uh, but it is Mr. Jim Helwig, also known as <laughs> the Ultimate Warrior, or should I say, I'm sorry. His name was actually Warrior. He changed his mm. name legally to Warrior mm. in the 90s. So Their real names are always so disappointing, aren't they? Um, Jim sometimes. Helwig. Well, like, I mean, but they're all playing, at least especially at this time in the 80s, larger-than-life characters, what yeah, they come up sure, to be. Sure, sure. Like, it, nobody names their kid. Like, when he was in... Uh, World class in Dallas, they mm-hmm. called him Dingo Warrior. Like Dingo nobody Warrior, names really? their kid Dingo Warrior. Uh, maybe nowadays you never yeah, know. But sure. my, I mean, my point is like it's always going to be a little less cool than yeah. But I had I when I was teaching, I had kids named after Jello flavors. Really? Uh huh. And then one named after a gas station. What's the gas station one? It's got two X's in it. Okay, that one. Gotcha. The one that makes birds dirty. <laughs> So, uh, what I wanted to present, though, before we got into... I don't mean to minimize that. I just want to say I just, that was just a joke. No, that's fine. They make dirt, birds dirty. Just laugh at the where our planet's at, Mike. <laughs> sure. So, we're going to take away, before I cry about our current uh, ec- ecological situation, and we're going to focus on... Sure. The ecological... I don't Ic-theological. know. What is... Uh, the environment Eco- ecological yeah. ecological yeah, 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 okay. you got it yeah um i guess a little bit i should explain for people not familiar okay <laughs> you trust with me wrestling on that. i could have said anything i know you could have uh, and i would have believed you mm-hmm, though mm-hmm. that i'd give you way too much trust yeah yeah most people do <laughs> <laughs> but uh jim helwig was a man just to briefly kind of describe his career as a wrestler yeah. Before we get into everything, as always the comic fascinated book. by these. By the way, their their background, how they got there, the time they put in, all that stuff. It's, yeah. Uh, so I think you and I last week we talked about mankind. Yes. A- after the show, we oh, talked yes. about and mankind. I love Mick yeah. Foley. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely adore Mick wrestlers. Foley. Wrestler. He's he's that kind of guy. You know. Um. Even though I did hear something. Nope. Never mind. I'm. That's a super. Yeah. Please don't. Wrestling nerdy thing yeah. to say. Yeah. 
that I would go off on a tangent for sure. that it's for a different right. podcast with somebody who, who would uh, like to hear my stories about wrestling. <laughs> so I can't. Uh, Jim Tune Helwig, next though, week for wrestling stories. <laughs> uh, wrestling. Jim Helwig, though, yeah. is he basically, uh, he learns to become a chiropractor. I can I can tell you. Wait, what? He, he is a chiropractor at the beginning. I guess we, let me back we've up. We've already taken a how turn much, here. How much info do you want about his backstory? I, I would love all of it. Yeah, okay. give me all of it from here's, the tasselly boots all the way up. Here's what I know in like a TLDR, okay. Too Long Didn't Read, yep. synopsis of Ultimate Warrior. If you say Too Long Didn't Read, aren't you like... I just okay. did right. it, but okay. I, to be honest, and this is going to sound... I didn't know if you... SMH. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some of our listeners didn't get it, though. And so yeah, I was explaining sure, it to them. Sure, now they sure. know. Yeah. Uh, Jim Helwig, uh, I know that um, something that bothers him early on in life is that his father leaves their family when he's like 11 or 12. Oh, that is a bummer. And it does bother him. Yeah, I also sure. know that he, uh, according to his first wife, always had really bad bouts of anxiety that he always had to deal with. For some reason, I thought you were going to say body odor. <laughs> Don't know about that, but he was always a really skinny kid. Yeah. Oh, really? And then he started working out in high school. Okay. And just fell in love with like he was able to like turn into something. Like yeah, what yeah, he was yeah. able to transform well, into. He was able to turn into yeah. the ultimate so warrior. Or was, Dingo Warrior. Well, if you're yeah. if you were in on the ground. He floor. was a Blade Runner Rock at one point. Bla- in time. Wait, 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 what the who? Or yeah, Blade Runner. <laughs> Blade Runner they, they, they were the Blade Runners and it was Rock and Sting. And yes, it was that Sting because they both broke in at the same time. He and I can was explain rock? that too. His he was rock. Not the rock. Not the rock, just rock. It he was did like, not smell what you were cooking. No, that's yeah. a lot later. Okay. But sure. um, so he became obsessed with like, you know, working out and he became a bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. Like he ended up winning like a Mr. Georgia or whatever, like in the mid 80s, like okay. a bodybuilder. Yeah, 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 sure. And he wanted to learn or he learned to be, went to school to become a chiropractor to just learn more, I guess, about <laughs> the body and stuff. Don't know why he picked chiropractic. Okay, sure. But still. Well, that well, was the one that Sally Field was on TV about, you know, TV, VCR, chiropractor, uh, uh, elder law, you oh, know, those kind of things. Sure. I completely <laughs> forgot about those commercials. <laughs> I was lost at first. Mm-hmm. And then I remember those would randomly pop up on yeah. like Cartoon Network. Like, oh, yeah. Sometimes they would have random like infomercials like that. No, pop it wasn't up Sally Field. Wasn't I think for, I said Sally Field. But you it, did, it but wasn't. I know the it one was, we're, it was. Um, what's her name from, uh, from I was going to say Good Times, but that's wrong, too. It's from All in the Family. It's uh, the lady that cared about the kids. Was it Edith? Starving. No, the blonde one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Meathead's is. wife. Yeah. Uh, Mrs. Meathead. Yeah, Mrs. Meathead. <laughs> I love how sometimes I'm good with names and other times I'm just completely yeah. awful. Yeah. But so. Um, <laughs> Mrs. Meathead. After uh, he's not, it seems like he's not fulfilled Sally by those Struthers. Careers. Sally Struthers. Thank there you. you go. Uh, that he's not fulfilled by the chiropractic <laughs> work. Uh he goes and wait. What? He's not fulfilled. It's not. Yeah. Come it's on. not what he wanted. Uh, I think his uh, in cracking backs, brother. They recently there's a show on uh, Vice called uh, Dark Side of the Ring that has a lot of great stories that they did oh. uh, an episode on him that kind of there's stuff it skips over that's absolutely ridiculous that happens too. But it's a nice little forty five minute watch. I will say I love Vice for their stuff. They're, they have they're, a lot of great they're, stuff. They're way too into weed. But yeah. other than that, boy, their their journalistic stuff is it's really fantastic. Good. And yeah. all the show, the dark side of the ring, it like spawned. Now they have like a dark side of football, dark oh, side really? of the nineties. Oh, oh. But it started with the wrestling series, and it is really good. Guess what I'm if, watching, especially if like you know you don't know a lot because yeah. like it's a lot of these 
you know, wrestling stories that at least people have always been into it kind of like, you know, know about, but it's sure. like a deeper dive. Yeah. So for some who know, then it's more info mm-hmm. or for those who've known for a long time, it's like, oh, this is a nice, you know, collection. And for the people who don't, then it's a cool little intro to it. But, um, so for those who know it's more info, there you go. Sure. Uh, it's a tagline for That's our great. show. I love it. Now, now, you know, yeah. I feel like I can't stop rhyming. Bring. <laughs> shooting star so um he meets uh they end up moving out to california okay and while he's out there he meets a man by the name of steve borden okay Again, you want to talk about names steve yeah. borden is also known uh by his wrestling name of sting okay all right right you remember yeah. sting oh yeah so both of them decide sting, all the versions of sting, sting yes. basically gives him the idea like hey i think we could like get in as wrestlers yeah, sure. like i think we're both big like Ultimate Warrior is always jacked. Mm-hmm. I think we could, you know, uh, get into wrestling. Uh, and so they send their tapes about somewhere, and they end up getting picked up, and they go through some different territories. Again, I'm not breaking down everything. Yeah, I got go, it. Sure, but sure. They, uh, they go through, and then eventually there's some hostility between the two of them. That's just they're no, not getting come on. Yeah, they're not getting along. Um, and it breaks off, and he kind of goes solo. Eventually winds up in the WWE, WWF at the time. Mm-hmm. Um in the late 80s early 90s which was his big run there's a big three like two three year window yeah. and maybe even longer there yeah his time in the wwf the first run is when he came to stardom um and that is this is like wrestlemania three four five kind yeah, of thing. Six, yeah okay wrestlemania six is okay. what everybody gotcha would remember if they knew but it's a big match and it's the first time that something happened basically in the WWF and it's ultimate warrior wrestled Hulk Hogan. And it was the first time uh, in a long time Mm. that Hulk Hogan, not only lost clean on TV, he's no longer the champion. This was a big moment for Vince had basically, they had um, spent so many years, which Hulk Hogan is a ridiculous individual as well. Right. Um, but he had spent so many years as like the mainstay for them that he was tired, kind of wanted to take a break. Sure. So Vince McMahon, the owner operator mm-hmm. runner of uh WWF decided that the ultimate warrior was going to be that guy going forward. Mm-hmm. And then it didn't work out to the same level it did with Hulk. Right. Eventually things kind of fell off. Hulk ended up coming back. Ultimate Warrior was a big deal. Ultimate Warrior was, was a, a big, big deal, deal, but for a very short run. For a very yeah. short time. Mm-hmm. Um, Remember the pillow that looked the, like him? Uh, Wrestle Buddies. Yeah. It's funny Wrestle you bring that Buddies. up. It's funny you bring that up because it's brought up in the Vice wow, show. Very nice. That's the moment that he felt like he made it was during yeah. he had the wrestle. Oh, I would imagine. Like, yeah. you know. Um, I remember but, those commercials. But the whole they're... story about this guy, and here's what you need to know about Warrior. Mm-hmm. Um, so he got a lot of fans from then, and then he had multiple runs. He came back multiple times in WWF. Uh, it didn't work out. Um, he went to WCW. It didn't work out. Everybody always says the dude was, um, and I, this is another, at times we'll eventually get to stuff that is mm-hmm. uh, not safe for work, nor kids sure. with warrior. Okay. Because um, everything that I've come to know for the most part is everybody thinks he was an asshole to deal with mm. just all the way through. That he only thought about himself. He would he think never, a guy named the Ultimate Warrior would be a really nice he guy. He never, he never cared. Again, and I'm just speaking about his time. Let's just say, um, 
uh, I just want to specify during when these comics are being made. Okay. Okay. I don't want to talk. I don't what? like talking ill about the dead and stuff like and we're, that. We're talking about what years here? So let's talk about actually anytime he was during the wrestling business, he was an asshole. Mm. I can't speak about things that happened yeah, sure, sure, after sure, sure, because sure. I haven't watched, but I have watched yeah. numerous and read numerous things that just show to back it up. Also, there's a lot of comments he made later that he's just kind of, he's homophobic. Yeah. He's yeah. extremely yeah. Uh, just, his political views are kind of just out there. He's kind of a, a crazy person and was very um, opinionated about things that mm. were very. Did he believe um, in the reptilians? I don't think he believed in the reptilians. Oh, okay. But so, uh, just not a good guy to deal with. But pursued, obviously. As a character yeah. uh, that all the kids love. He's a wonderful character. Uh, wonderful yeah. character. All the kids yeah. love. The problem is, though, it's hard for adults to relate to him because he's like an overblown kids cartoon. Yeah, sure. Which is also what they kind of feel like they accredit some of the um, downfall to. Like, it's just it was just mm -hmm. for kids kind of. Mm -hmm. And even him coming mm -hmm. back, especially like his run in 96, fans in 96 were more getting used to the Attitude Era and could care less about mm -hmm. a giant guy painted yeah. up. And yeah. so... Um, what was, what was the stone cold run from like when he became stone? It's like well, King of I the mean, ring 96. Okay. King of the ring 96. So we're, is we're the, talking that that's kind of the end of ultimate warrior beginning of stone cold, uh, end of ultimate warrior is actually 1991. Okay. The first run. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So basically what happens that this is, a, we haven't even got to the comics, which yeah, is kind of funny, but I, I knew this would happen because he's just an interesting sure. guy to talk about. Yeah. So he decides the ultimate warrior decides, or just warrior that, um, <laughs> I love how you make that distinction. He, well, I have to, and it's funny because it's brought up in the comics later too. Okay. Basically he, he's decided to hold up Vince McMahon for money that he feels like he's owed. He's felt yeah. like he's owed the same thing. I feel like Hulk that Hogan. happened a lot. As, in wrestling. Yes. Yeah. Well, especially him. Like every, the main thing okay. that they say though about him, besides just not being fun to work with and just being mm -hmm. an a hole to deal with, mm -hmm. is that he mainly only cared about, they, they feel like he didn't care about the wrestling business at all, mm -hmm. that it was plan C or D and he was just there for the money. Gotcha. He okay. never, he never felt uh, Jim Ross, who, when it comes to all things wrestling, I will listen to that man talk mm -hmm. all day and mm -hmm. just love listening to him, said yeah. that a, a really great way to put it was that it seemed like he didn't know about wrestling and had no interest of wanting to know more about it. Yeah. Yeah. So because of that, he was known as a very stiff guy and stiff as a, a wrestling terminology, just like, you know, he would never sure. pull things yeah. as much yeah. as they do. Yeah. Uh, when he would punch you, he'd punch you full force or just mm. be um, the, the main thing uh, is that's really big for wrestlers obviously is you're, it, it's kind of a, um, it's a two person job in there like to tell the story. So yeah, sure. uh, a lot of moves that they do and everything that they do takes, you know, work from both sides. So you were trusting the other person with your body and with your health. Right. And he was known to be very careless, which obviously a lot of people didn't care about. Uh, do you remember uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan? Oh, yeah. So there's a story that Bobby Heenan from his old days in wrestling and stuff and as an announcer mm -hmm. and things like or a referee mm -hmm. and all that, he had a really bad neck. So we always told guys when he was older, like if you do anything, just be careful, up that big brain. Be, be careful with my neck. Sure. Ultimate warrior. He didn't care. Didn't care. Yeah. Shook him like a rag doll. Ended up breaking Bobby's neck. Yeah. He went to him. Jim Cornette tells the story. Cause he's like, Bobby told me himself point blank. Went to him. Hey, you broke my neck. Mm -hmm. Warrior just went, hmm. just walked off, shrugged it off. Wow. 
Okay. There's a story that just, again, just to tell you the kind of, of guy to paint the picture here that we're mm-hmm. dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a story that Jake Robert tells where during this time with him as the new champion and the new face, like, um, are they end up giving the, are taking the title back, but they're going back for, he's got a big run with warrior coming up the giant program plan that they're going to do between Jake Roberts and ultimate warrior. Uh, and he's like, it's going to be great, but you need to go, uh, talk to worry about it to make sure he's cool. Mm-hmm. And Jake goes, you're the boss. Why do I have to go make sure that he's cool? Like working with yeah, me. True. Yeah. And Vince goes, it's just something we got to do. You got to run it by. And he's like, okay. Hmm. He goes, I walked into into, you know, mm-hmm. warrior there. Into and, warriors. Or, I'm office. sorry, into warriors. He had a solo locker room. Warrior, warriors cubicle. Like, that's the thing. Sure. Apparently, Jim Ross brings up another great point is he was a bodybuilder who had never played any other sports. So mm-hmm. he didn't know how to deal with a team locker room. Oh, that makes room total type. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Sure. So like he asked for his own personal locker room. He asked so mm-hmm. like Jake had to go to his locker room. Uh, and basically like he gets there and he said, the warrior looked at him and told him like, you know, I don't care about you. I don't care about your family. I don't care about anything you have to deal with. What I care about is me and my money. He goes, you're not going to miss any dates. Cause if you do, you're effing with my money. He's like, you're not going to And He's like, now get out. <laughs> wow. Like that. And he was like, oh, he was like, from then on, he's like, I just hated the guy. This is Jake, the snake. This is we're Jake talking the snake. About, Roberts, right? Yeah. Huh. Well, here's the thing. Not so, a pushover. No. So yeah. he leaves. So they have this big deal planned, right? Right. So um, about this time, um, there's some things where he's no longer on top, but he feels like he was just as responsible mm. for keeping the WWF afloat while Hogan was gone and dealing with the steroid trial and stuff like that. Yeah. He felt like he wasn't rightfully compensated. So he writes this letter, like a handwritten letter to Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. And gives it to him, basically telling him, like, either do this or I'm no showing. It's just unintelligible. It's well, just, it's just <laughs> scribbles and it's on a big chief notepad. Uh, and- but and he just he just tells him, like, uh, basically, either meet my demands or the SummerSlam pay per view that's coming up. I'm just not that I'm the main event of. I'm just not going to show up. At. Wow. So Vince writes him a letter back and tells him, all right, we'll do this. We'll meet this deal. We'll do well, that. Well, the thing yada, is, yada, it's yada. not like Vince was a nice guy either. No, he's but, not. Yeah. And, uh, the story of how he, if I can eventually like get it all and figure it out to tell how it would be epic. But, yeah. um, so Vince just tells him everything because Vince has a mentality of, I have to make sure the match happens or whatever. Yeah, sure. Tells Warrior all about that. It's kind of a big plan. Yeah, Goes out, yeah. does the SummerSlam match, and mm-hmm. he's coming back as soon as he crosses the curtains. Jake Roberts has the next match after. Or he's, or he's standing right by Vince. Mm-hmm. And Warrior comes running through. And Vince hands Warrior a letter, and Warrior grabs it and looks at it, and he goes, "Thanks for." Or he goes, "Thanks for doing your match. Now get the f out of here. You're fired." Oh wow, that's for standing me up. And then he turned and looked at Jake Roberts, who had this giant, you know, big program, and goes, "You have to have the worst luck out of anybody I know." And just turned around and left. Wow. And Roberts was like, "I was." Oh, I bet. Because that was like my big payday of like yeah. I was going to make more than I had. and Yeah. So there's things like that. Huh. To branch off now from the wrestler into the comics. Oh, yeah. That's why we're here. That's why we're Forgot here. Forgot about that. I'm- so I've presented, I brought two things. We have, mm-hmm. and we'll get to 1996. You have a lot I, here. I mean, this is. It's not a lot. It's a thick it's dossier just, that you brought in thick. today. Uh, but I just wanted to show how Ultimate Warrior was presented 
because um, WWF on, uh, obviously was trying to market to kids mm-hmm. in the 90s. Oh, and sure. so the first appearance of an Ultimate Warrior in a comic for WWF was these books by Valiant, mm-hmm. and um, which was a company there in the early 90s who did other books for other properties along with WWF. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at the back of the way out of it, yeah, like uh, they also did some Nintendo sure. books, Super mm-hmm. Mario's on mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I had, and I could be mistaken, but I think I had as a kid a Zelda comic that was made by Valiant. Oh, yeah, I don't doubt that. Um, sure. So... But it's basically what they do here is it's this one's called just the ultimate warriors workout. Mm. And I brought it not really to go over, but just to show the drastic difference, Mm. if anything, mainly of how he's portrayed in the 90s Mm -hmm. and somebody else doing this of showing like, hey, this is the ultimate warrior. Like, you know, he works out by lifting giant rocks and like throwing cinder cinder blocks blocks and like. Exploding. Oh, he threw it into a scoreboard. It's all larger than life stuff, but they're right. selling it to kids. He's throwing logs. He, yeah, no, he dodges logs while running mm. up a hill. This is all mm. how he trains, and he's just explaining what it means to be a warrior. Mm-hmm. But it's very wholesome. There's nothing. I just brought that just sure. for you to flip through. No, right? this is wonderful. Yeah. Um, it's it, you know the thing about it, it's it's not like it's bad art or anything like that. I mean, it's 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 a good looking comic book. Yes. I mean, it's obviously for kids. I think it's from like '91. Yeah. Uh, so it's just it's a very you know simple comic it's a story of uh and they have other like you know wrestlers in there too like a sensational uh sherry is in there he's Um, he's over here lifting like what has to be a million pounds right and there's an old man with his pants all hiked up and he goes geez be careful ultimate yeah it's not a sentence no he's cool (laughs) enough that you can call him ultimate ultimate so it is a very just lighthearted, just you know yeah sure 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 it, it's basically a non-moving cartoon is all it yeah. is. I mean, it's a, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a funny paper. So kind of yeah. uh, the ups and downs, the ins and outs, uh, a lot happens uh, from his high point of where he was wrestling Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania six for the uh, heavyweight championship. And then, can, can you know, I, to a can year. I read a quick quote. Yeah, read a quick quote. We've never used so many logs before. If he isn't at his ultimate best, oh. he'll be jelly. Oh, no. Keep reading. There's another. That. No, there was another oh. jelly reference there. I another think. jelly reference. So this is sponsored. I thought it was something jam. Like sponsored there's by a- Smuckers. Uh, yeah. Would that be a log jam? So. It literally says. It does. Under it. So after <laughs> the highs, there comes a little bit of. There's great. the firing from WWF. Sure. Um, is that in this comic? No, it's not. <laughs> end, it but says, it's like a year it's just after a picture that, of around the time. It's like it's like 92 when that happens. Okay. Into 91, 92. Gotcha, sure. Um, and so like he kind of like goes off and uh, does his own thing for a while. Yeah, that was when Sergeant Slaughter was with yeah. um, uh, the Sheik and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the Iranian conflict. Uh-huh. Um, but during this, and he comes back and he has like a stint. Um, at a time, but there's this story of how I was always introduced to this and I never read these comics, but as a wrestling fan, how I always heard the story was, um, Hogan had gone to WCW Hulk Hogan had Randy Savage had gone to WCW. Right. Sure. Sure. Um, everybody was leaving ship, um, and as talented as Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels were, uh-huh. they weren't able to just, you know, take over the uh, 
same ratings that WCW was. The Mountie? Yeah. I don't know who that is. I've never uh, heard of the Mountie. The, the Mountie is, oh, and I can't believe I'm blanking on his name right now. All of these He's folks. uh Rougeau. Um, Jacques Rougeau, I think is his name. Oh, so he's a Canadian guy. Yeah, That's why he he's the Mountie. Um, yeah, they, they went out for the names here. Yeah. Um, the Undertaker doesn't even have his hat or anything. That's how early no, this is. Yeah. Yeah. So, Big um, boss man. Oof. Basically, Vince wants to bring Warrior back because yeah. he's made him a star before. He sure. can make it work again. Um, and he's like, you know, Vince always has always loved. They do tend to go to the well a lot. They do, but it's yeah. it's 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 a Vince thing. Apparently, I find from also listening to a lot of stories and stuff is mm-hmm. he believes that he is. Oh, another thing I guess I should add about Warrior real quick, along with him being an a hole, is the fact that he thinks he's smarter than everybody else too. Okay, that makes sense. Um, that would be needed for other parts we're about to get into with the comic mm-hmm. book and stuff. Sure. But so basically, Vince takes other writers and producers at the time on this meeting out to Arizona where warrior is living. Mm-hmm. And while they're out there, you know, basically pitching him and hearing about him coming back um, and what they can do in wrestling. He talks to him about his comic book and stuff. Okay. And that's all I ever knew was that. And the fact that Bruce Pritchard and Jim Cornette, uh, when they would talk about it, would talk about that. He would always talk about distrucity. Distrucity. What distrucity is, is pl- laid out. I will not say plain and clear mm-hmm. uh, because it is super confusing to me. Well, if you've ever seen, if you've ever seen Ultimate Warrior cut a promo, mm. that's what all this comic book is like. Because okay. in 1996, uh, in May when this came out, Ultimate Warrior, or just Warrior, because mm-hmm. Ultimate Warrior is owned by WWF, that's why he could only change his name to gotcha, Warrior. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Warrior released his own self-published comic mm-hmm. called warrior self-published self-published okay. by warrior creations. <laughs> and in here, the very first page we get mm-hmm. here, I'll let you, I forgot. I brought my iPad so you could leaf through oh, nice. this. It is, it, it makes no sense um, to me at least, but what destrucity is, is basically what the warrior lives his life by. Mm. Uh, simply put, I'm not going to go into in any of this. I'm basically just going to quickly just summarize stuff because I have tried to read it, but it's super confusing, and that's how he speaks and everything. Mike, this comic lasted four issues. I read all four issues. Uh-huh. Do you want me to tell you what is happening in the comic? Because I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get things started since destrucity is such a big thing of this series though of giving you the definition that is provided by the ultimate warrior himself dreams are the movies that tell one story some already told some not yet written mm, boy so according to warrior destrucity trifold in its definition trifold therefore meaning one the name of the galaxy in Warrior, wherein the terrain of Testament lies. That's the entire first definition of destrucity. Two. It's, it, there's a galaxy in him. The living of one's life in the way of a warrior, according uh-huh. to a warrior's eight disciplines. Oh, boy. Here they come. Those are as follows. Physical. <laughs> beliefs. <laughs> moment of mastery. Attitude, yeah. 
commitment, uh-huh. association, association, integrity, and wisdom. Wisdom being the last one. Three. Sure. The creating of a truce between one's destiny and one's reality. What? Promising to stay true to what one is destined to be, yet accepting what is the now or what is the now one's reality. Boy, oh boy. Do you understand distrucity now? Nope. Yep, I don't either. The creating and, of a truce between one's destiny and one's reality. So what the uh, truce? What the uh, <laughs> the I, I guess um, wrestling figures in Bruce Pritchard and Jim Cornette both mentioned though is that they're listening to this, not understanding anything. That he's all about distrucity, right? And he's just telling them that this is what Warrior, the character of Warrior, is about. And he's talking uh, talking to him about all this comic book, and he's just pitching him about this word of distrucity and how it's what the warrior is, and they don't understand any of it. Did he pay for this? Yeah, this is all self published. Wow. Okay. So, all right. A uh, funny thing that I'll add in because this is not cheap. No, it is not. Yeah, because beautiful um, art, beautiful, very by uh, yeah, Jim wonderful. Callahan. Uh huh. Callahan um, and Smith. I don't Smith remember who is, Smith is. Yeah, remember Jim, Jim Callahan, because that is going to be known for this. Okay. Um, Poor guy. But yeah, <laughs> it's gonna uh, break his career. I bet. So uh, it's funny about this meeting that they had too, where he's plugging this whole comic book uh-huh. to them and like trying to get them to do it. Um, Jim Ross, this is kind of the moment where Jim Ross basically, uh, it seems starts to dislike warrior. Okay. And it's because he goes, uh, you know, you're around your dudes. You talk however filthy you want. Sure, to. He goes, sure. he's Jim Ross is a very, he's a, a an Oklahoma guy. So he's yeah. an you know, old yeah. Southern guy. Yeah. And I've, yeah. uh, had the, uh, privilege of interviewing him before. It was really? very nice. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Very nice. Yeah, uh, and I've always liked Jim Ross, but he yeah. said that, you know, you talk the way you do around your buddies, but around somebody's wife he yeah. goes i always make sure just to be respectful and Absolutely. all that and he goes sure. and linda was with us and he goes linda is his wife linda JR's McMahon. Wife? no linda oh, mcmahon linda is McMahon. In vince's wife and obviously uh po- politics and everything aside from this yeah, yeah, yeah when it comes to sure. the two of them uh everybody seems to adore linda yeah. So uh, well, as I a mean, person, if, if you had the choice between yeah, the two, I yeah. mean, <laughs> but as a person like Jim Ross said that he had never worked for a nicer lady. Oh, so that's cool. Um, yeah. He obviously holds Linda in high regard, mm-hmm. but he said that warrior was just F this C word that oh, just like letting goodness. everything. And he was like, for him to do that in front of another, just not care. He goes, that just kind of showed me the kind of person well, it he does. was. It then. shows character. Yeah. He goes, and then the fact that he's like, when we would bring people in, he was like, it was usually that like Vince was there for the first meeting, like even big, like when yeah. Hogan came yeah. back. Yeah. Sure. He's like, he's there for the first meeting because they need to see the boss to say what they need to. Mm-hmm. He goes, but after that, they deal with me. He was like, Warrior felt that he was special. He just dealt with Vince only kind mm. of thing. And so he never liked that either. But it's just interesting stories to hear from this time. Well, and that's also Vince's fault, you know, for not not standing up to him. Well, if he wanted to about well, that's the thing though is uh, apparently Vince is completely bites destrucity hook line and sinker. Oh, he loves it, huh? At the time, okay. yeah. yeah. I think that it's more sense. of him just wanting Ultimate Warrior back. But let's go ahead. Yeah. And get into the comic and try to explain Warrior. what Destrucity is um, and be prepared to not get an answer. Mm-hmm. Basically, we can flip through this pretty quick because sure. it's all nonsensical. 
and none of it is really <laughs> follows anything. So there's a blonde guy who's dressed in like a singlet with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, tassels wrapped around him. Mm-hmm. And um, he's just like floating. He's floating. And then all of a sudden he breaks out of the tassels and mm-hmm. he's like kind of naked, but not. And red mm-hmm. guys are grabbing at him. Demons looking. I guess. Like and then he like, there's like an explosion from like a meteor, mm-hmm. but there's no meteor. It's just him laying he, down in the crater hole. Yeah, and he's he's bloody. He's, he's got his single uh, little uh, underwear on. Yeah, but he also has his boots. Yeah, and it's the whole time it's talking and it says things. There's these yellow boxes and red boxes. Like mm-hmm. for one, the yellow box says, "Follow me, you bastard." No one spills my blood, then vanishes. I will seek you out wherever. And then the red one says. Once a man has a vision, he has belief, even if nothing at all. What? Yep. And so that's all the yeah. taglines for this comic yeah. are, things like that. And that's why I'm not going to read through or try to explain the story much, because I really can't follow it. Um, it spoke in a lot of just, again, uh, go watch. And I'm not saying this to be uh, mean, because some people like it. Sure. But go watch a Ultimate Warrior promo. Mm-hmm. And just imagine a whole comic book with them. Mm. And that's what this is here. Yeah. Um, but so then all of a sudden, like he's too weak and rain comes over wait, and wait. then he's frozen. Okay. And then he like loses his underwear, I guess. But it comes back. I don't know. He loses the singlet. So hang on one second. There, there is, there is a, a sentence here by him that says time to get folked. I forgot about that. Folked. This is the first one too. He creates his own words in this comic. There's three Uh instances. You have discovered the first one. I did it. And if you will look under his eyes, he has given a definition where folked means focused. Okay. Why not just say focused? Don't know. (laughs) Okay. Folked means focused. Folk comes up a lot. Folked. He's like, got to stay folk. Time to get folked. You will see that a couple times throughout this. The terrain of Testament. That is where he's at. He's just uh-huh. like moving along the terrain of Testament. It looks great. There's like, he looks up <laughs> to the stars and there's like the ultimate warrior logo and the stars. This and then insane. his eyes roll back in his head. Yeah. And then it just says destrucity again. And it's mm. like, he's standing next to a very tall guy. who's holding his hand. And then he like dips his hand in the water. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm kind of a little bit. It's like, it's like, uh, it's almost like Zeus or something. Right. And then it says set in in stone as if, as in a father, father. Yes, son. Yours. I have been. That's right. Ghost dad in the lake. (laughs) So, and he's, he's like twice as big as he is. Uh, Apparently his dad is a lake ghost. Oh, (laughs) And okay. <laughs> I love again, that. I don't really know. We Lake see ghost. like flashes of like yeah. a time past where he's like. I think I said he fought with his brother fighting some dude. Is um, that a brother? Your it doesn't say your connect your conception challenged in the living of your life as a warrior balanced in the definition of disciplines to destrucity. What? I can't even. Yeah, that's just I'm reading it verbatim. What? Like usually it's me messing up English, but. All that surrounds you exists for you, for you have drawn it before you, your destiny. Okay. So, sure. like, he dips his hands in the water, and then it comes but up, it's and blood. it's like blood. Yeah. And uh, then it just ends with warrior in red font. And then and he the, sees a woman's reflection, uh-huh. and he just says, my angel. And then he, like, dives into the water and swims uh-huh. down deep into the water. 
Well, it says my angel, and then underneath it, it says reasons for living. Those are into two different boxes you were talking about, the yellow and the red. And then he becomes Aquaman. Yep, and then he goes, my journey home begins now, and he's at the bottom, and then he, like, shoots up to the top of the water, and it says the student is ready. Oh. And then he starts fighting these hooded creatures that kind of look like Ewoks. <laughs> but they have Ultimate Warrior logos for eyes. Yeah. Huh. Uh and then it's uh, must always create a method, even within madness, mo- moment by moment. He like just basically beats them all up, while the terrain is constantly changing behind him. When you hit somebody in the in the uh, when you hit a hooded creature with ultimate warrior logos for eyes in the in the uh, chin, it makes the sound of puck. Yeah. P o k puck puck puck. Not to be confused with folk. Nope, folk. So then. I'm going to get folked. He basically just fights these hooded figures for like seven pages. Mm-hmm. Seven pages? Yeah. Oh, my God. And then he like rips out like their spinal cord or thwack, something. Thwack, thwack, slap, wood, boot, crack, crack, pock, whack, bip, bonk, womp, and then enough. Yeah. Wow. But then here. What a guy. Is it? No. You're, I'm Yet sorry. Yet I long for even more. Yeah, he's still Dude, now he he's fighting. He, well, but he's kind of fighting in the clouds time. over here, right? See, and then, the terrain changes the whole yeah, time. Yeah, everything changes while he fights. Giant so lamb. it's it's basically like that's all that's happening is he's just fighting these hooded creatures while more nonsense bubbles are behind him. Uh-huh. And then he basically, for lack of a better term, I'm just kind of hold on till you get to the next panel. Yeah, because I think he like rips out like one of their spines or something and uses it as like tassels. <laughs> if you so like I need flip, to turn here. Yeah, yeah, I don't understand. Oh wow, yeah. Um, so because it doesn't tell you what he does. Death delivers no answer amongst the living. Only that we are all capable, naked is, and exposed, again, brought here, protected sentence. only by the skin of self. I take from your physical the very same the the sheath the sheath that holds the sword of your beliefs, your soul forever mine, forever bound what by your kid sacrifice. Is Right. So then like a flash of lightning and he now is turned into like an orange and red ultimate warrior. He's yeah. got a mask. He's smoking. Like he's been not he's been like struck. a cigarette. No, like no, 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 physically no. like yeah, smoke, smoke coming off of him. Yeah. And he's like twice as big as he was. And then it says a synchronous moment held close yet so far away. Well, he's so big and it just says full blown. And then we just flash to the city. Okay. Yeah. And there's a guy. He's in a yeah. in a coma uh-huh. with a girl there with him, uh-huh. and she's crying. She's yeah. sad. Can't know. Don't want to imagine my my life, life without without him. And then the next yeah. page shows a guy with a very flat head, and just says, "Believe this." Uh-huh. In and of another moment, uh, and that's where what? it is. Wait, what? Wait, that's the end. That's the end of the first issue. What the f? Oh, wait, we've got some Oh, wait, stuff. is there yeah. more? No, well, there's, yeah, I think it's this. Okay. Now, oh, I forgot now about. Now, this does say, the meaning of the story I wish to tell upon the pages of Warrior can be captured in one word, belief. Some 24 years ago, around the age of 12, belief became the most important factor in my life. My first encounter with the powers of belief. What? Wait, what? Uh, a consciousness of belief. And you got you to gotta understand there are periods in here. <laughs> 
Um, consciousness of belief happened through the power of fantasy, a make-believe friend, if you will. At the time, my friend didn't have a name. He didn't. This dude is nuts. I mean, because this, to be honest with you, it, it, so the, the thing ends, right, with, with Flathead being real mean looking. Yeah, well, there's more stuff, and, and but then it's it, not really. Well, but what I'm saying is then it goes to like a manifesto, basically. There's, there's I, I don't know, a dozen paragraphs here. Yeah, there's a lot. Just stuff. It's, wow. Yeah, that's nutty. If somebody brought you that and it wasn't in a comic book, you would go, oh, this guy needs help. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then we go to a part where it's just like line drawings. Yeah. No color. But this is like, I guess, like trying to explain. It's like that uh, woman that we saw in his arms, but it's. Mm -hmm. I guess this is kind of a flashback. Of, it, it is, but it's it's basically just promoting Warrior University. Warrior University? Yeah, you didn't see Warrior oh. University? Oh, and it's like a place where you can come to learn to be a warrior. Did he and it's sell like, steaks like Trump too? Uh, I don't <laughs> think so. Warrior but, steaks. Oh, I remember. I do remember reading this now. It's about this woman uh, who's like, you know, she doesn't get praise. Like she just keeps, you know, get talked down to. Like her mom tells her she wishes she never been born. And she's like, she wants to take pills and like to kill herself, but then the warrior like saves uh -huh. her, and she decides to be a warrior instead and go to Warrior University. Okay. Right. It's weird. I well, and in, in Warrior University, for those of you who don't remember, uh, their their catchphrase was always "walls built to the outside to learn of the walls within." An institution of higher learning, learning to believe in yourself and the truth within one's intuition, learning to trust the voice of one's own spirit, the higher self, learning to live one's life in a way of the warrior distrusity. That yeah. it was tough to fit on a flag, yeah. but but that is that that was their catchphrase. Yeah. Yep. Um, there's also an ad in here and it's in all of them for warriors world where he also offers a video workout. Oh, uh, but it's not a workout. Okay. You know what it is? Cause I saw a clip of it online. Uh, it's a video like mixtape kind of together of him working out and him just like yelling, like, uh, just yelling at you. Yeah. Like you gotta be, you know, ready and work, make sure you're in the right mindset. But I love this. Uh, he set the still unchallenged. He set the still unchallenged standard for integ art for intensity in the world of professional wrestling. Now watch as he as he power slams the comic book industry with a take no prisoners attitude in storytelling and artwork. Uh huh. Okay. Warrior shows no prejudice. It kicks everything from skinny buck to big fat chewy ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I I need to do something here. Um. So, uh, <laughs> there is a one nine hundred number here at the back. Yeah. It says the who, what, why, and even where of the one and only warrior. Call one nine hundred two eight eight war with two R's. Uh, I'm going to call that now, and let's see uh, see what we get. Well, that's too bad. That's too bad. But you know what, Mike? There's no better place than right now. <laughs> For us to hear a few words <laughs> from Great. our sponsors. Please do it. And now, a word from our sponsor. And welcome back. Uh, 
If you missed us during the break, don't worry. Mike found a customer service number we're trying now. Yeah, this is the Warrior customer service number. It's Arizona. Come on. Let's start talking to him. This is the customer service number at Warrior's World. Please leave your message for 6025664. Hello, Warrior. I miss you, brother. That person is we'll going to have the weird. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Retailers can inquire about a wholesale price. It says at the bottom of this. That's, That's great. Done. It's not a done. I just been like, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm looking I'm for a wholesale, wholesale price. I'd love to get some of this warrior merchandise, like, oh, like t-shirts, hats, satin jackets, t-shirts, hats, watches, sweatshirts, t-shirts, staff shirts, staff shirts. Well, no, it's because each one you can yeah. get hats, gym bags, posters, photo packs, workout belts, collectors t-shirts. Yes, and you're right. It is under different headings here. So there is warrior wear trademark. Warrior University, trademark. Warrior Gym, trademark. And also available, non-trademark. Huh. Yep. Boy, that is a lot that's available from Warrior. So the other issues won't take as long because we have a nice little kind of like premise, obviously. (laughs) Chewy ass. That's it from skinny butt. That's the best. So this is where it takes a turn. Is this guy ever hospitalized? Like, I don't think so. Mental facility? Uh, Here's what, this is where it took a turn for me before you open this up. Because uh, I'm reading through this and I read the first issue and I'm like, what in the world? Mm-hmm. Now, a lot sure. of times after I get done reading stuff, then I'll go on and look at stuff through yeah. YouTube. Yeah. But I want to be able to read through to find like, okay. Right. And I got smacked with this on the very next page. If you'll open it up. Yes. Okay. I do, can you can you tell me about the... For, okay. First of all, the cover, the cover here, it says mirror image mm-hmm. and it's basically a mirror image of mm-hmm. Warrior. He's, he's like Silver he's Surfer, silver, but he so looks, he looks like a mirror color. Warrior, he right. fights a mirror image of himself later. And he has a, has a, a, a Ty- snaggletooth yeah, dog. That there. part yeah. doesn't matter. Okay. Right, you can great. ignore the comic for this because okay. this is where the story gets does. good. Oh, good. About this the comic book for me. Starts at Warrior so, University. It yeah. does. So it opens up to a blackboard uh, on the very front page, and it says, needs to know. And I'm going to read a little bit of it, but then basically summarize a lot of it because it's it's a full page of dialogue. He likes to tell you a lot of stuff. <laughs> but he's basically saying that their buddies over at Fan Magazine have supported their journey in the comic book universe since day mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Yada, yada, yada. Basically, he agreed to meet with uh, two people, as he names Mike Rieger and uh, John McGonagall uh, okay. at the Chicago Comic Con. To McGonagall. make it short, they eat, they go, and they meet at this French restaurant. No, 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 no. It does not say that. It says he met at this foo foo French place. But I was trying to just okay. All right. Here, here's what yeah. I'll keep it short while you read the whole thing. I don't thing. think anybody's going to be offended by f- the word foo foo. No, 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 yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. I'm not okay. cutting out for that. All I'm right, just cutting right, out right, for right. sheer yeah, time you, to read through the whole thing. Uh, but basically, <laughs> he says that one of the guys tells him to ki- to kiss, to keep it simple, stupid. Sure, sure. And say that basically, uh, issue one was very hard to follow. So just keep it simple. <laughs> Warrior took it as an offense. 
Come it on. says that he shoved a piece of bread down Mike Rieger's throat. He stuck. A, he says he stuck a whole loaf of sourdough, which yeah. is not a French bread. No, so right? I don't know. I think he confused French bread for sourdough. Sure. Stuck it down his throat and proceeded to wee-wee out of there before the local authorities hit the joint. Yeah. So basically he then <laughs> says, basically, uh, he says that uh, once I thought about it, he's right. I probably needed to make things simpler. So... Here's what I'll tell you. He calls the police the policia. He does. He goes, first and foremost, warriors being challenged upon the terrain of testament. This is an explanation of what we just went over. Okay, Mike? <laughs> to become the ideal of what a warrior is as a vision to others, i.e., for anything to become something, I. the idea of it has to be brought to life and simply exist. Uh -huh. An example is this comic book, or that piece of paper, this iPad right, that right, I hold right. in my sure, hand, sure, sure. Uh, and I lost my spot. Oh, before it was called a comic book, somebody had to have it or the idea of it even uh, before it existed. Yeah. The next step was to create it. And He's today, like God. we all know it to be a comic book. Yeah. We don't question it. Now, in the comic book industry, you have many different styles of comic book. Still, the same a comic book. <laughs> Same thing with Warrior. He is being challenged to become the first one. The idea, the definition of Warrior, so to speak. The first one to live his life you ever notice staying people true trying to, to his own disciplines. You ever notice that people trying to sound smart say stuff like so to speak and IE and things like that? The yeah. first one willing to die for like true to like themselves. True. Willing to die for whatever beliefs they choose. Okay. It's hard to tell where punctuation is. Yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off, but you're right. No, they, no, people you're all good. Do you're, all, no, please. I cut you off. Yeah, uh, use the big words. Yeah. <laughs> they use all the big words. Mm -hmm. um, where was that? There we go. They choose. Warrior is being tested in the eight disciplines. See inside back cover and try to find issue number one. I guess he thinks that that's <sighs> hot off the shelves, right? Sure. Um, his beliefs to be the idea. The ideal warrior, one with such a strength in his beliefs that he is willing to die for them. Enough said. Now. Wait, he just said enough said. Now, the telling <laughs> of the story is happening from two points of view, Mike. Okay. The first is a take action. Aggressive, outward expression. A can of kick butt is getting ready to be opened. It doesn't say that. It says a can of butt kick. Oh, I'm sorry, butt kick. It's not even in the right order. No. It's butt kick. Uh, point of view, and secondly, an introspective, <laughs> intuitive inner self. Let's think this situation through point of view. The former one done. Here's my favorite part of this, though, Mike. You ready? Yes, yes. The former one done in red caption and the latter in pale yellow. Red okay. representing the explosive side of the warrior, sure. while yellow represents the integrity of his thoughts, his folk. Remember? Focus. Yes, his folk. folk. Got it. Yeah. Note, warrior number one has colors reversed. Then why not just keep it the same? That's what I'm, I don't understand. So we completely changed colors of what the thought bubbles meant. Sure. We tried to explain it. Also, beginning in this issue, the belief banners which are ribbons warrior ties around his arms show life for the first time and therefore speak this issue, the belief banners and their personalities <laughs> plus important are plus importance will become more evident. So there you have it. Oh, they're also in purple. <sighs> they're represented by purple colored balloons. So we have a comic now to explain for you. If you can't listen at home, that is being told from two points of view. 
has speech bubbles in yellow and red that represent two different sides of Warrior. His ribbons talk in a balloon that is purple. And also in this giant note, he has told you that he a, uh, he assaulted a guy with some sourdough <laughs> and also felt the need. There, here's might be my favorite part of it. Yeah. At the very bottom, yeah. there is a key, like if you were looking at a map. That's what I was going to say. You've written a lot of stuff. I have. How often do you have to include a key? Never. Yeah. But there's a key for the word warrior. And uh-huh. it has different colored stars by it. Uh-huh. Above, when it was used with the yellow star, it sure. was specifically the title of the comic. When it was used above with the blue star, that was him. That's right. Character warrior and real life person. When it was the red warrior, generally speaking, as in he is a great warrior, but not the one. So, so I can imagine a time when our society has crumbled and aliens have visited the planet and they're trying to figure out what happened. Yeah. Right. And this is all that's left. This, 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 this diatribe here. This is me trying to be smart. This diatribe of just word vomit yeah. on this page. I can't imagine a child picking this up and going, daddy, what is, I don't, I'm lost. What does this mean? Yeah. This is correct. When challenging yourself, include your mind, by the way. Yeah. So knowledge is power. We can always believe. Breeze through this because, again, the mm. comic, mm. as weird as it is, is not the fun part of this story for me. Well, what I like right here on the very first panel is there's, there, it looks like there's a guy leaving with his gym bag, a guy walking in. One of them says, pencil me in. And the other one says, get a life, muscle head. I don't even know what they're referring to. Don't know what. Don't uh, you're not going to figure out anything. Here's okay. the highlights of this. This is uh, outside of Warrior University, by the way. Yeah, outside yeah. of Warrior University. We're going to basically what we do is we split time between the real world <laughs> with Warrior and then the terrain of Testament with the other Warrior who's battling to become the first Warrior. That's the best way I can explain it or the best Warrior, I don't know, the true Warrior. Uh-huh. Highlights of this comic include uh, some guy touching another guy's shirt and him thinking he's going to steal it from him. That's not how you steal <laughs> shirts. Um, there's a giant blast that comes into where we find out Warrior was in the coma. Uh, and it's like a giant um, spirit from somewhere out in the galaxy. Um, we're going to find out later that that's like basically a bad spirit inhabiting Warrior. Yeah, It's never really broad. I mean, it's kind of explained a little bit, but that's it. Um, then we go back to the terrain of Testament. Um, He's trying to steal my Abplex shirt. <laughs> yeah. Here's what I thought was weird. There is a, a, so usually in comics, have you ever seen one where you had to turn it sideways to get the full view? No, I have not. Yeah, that is weird. So that was a weird thing. There's a part in this issue where it's, it's like the so fold in the middle. You big. have to turn it sideways yeah. huh. to show off what the... It's the arrival of the mirror image is okay. what that is, that he right. battles. Um, he fights his beast. He fights the mirror image. He wins. Oh, uh, boy. This has adult language in it. Too. Oh, it has a lot. But find if... Um, when he finally wakes up from his coma, he goes, fall! Yeah. They do that whole little, like, just cut off right before the K. Wait. Um, what, did, what does that say? I can't. Skrunk? Yeah. Okay. That's a skrunk. Skrunk. Sure. There's also, okay. I, I might miss them as I'm breezing through because, again, to me, this isn't the f- best or the, the story isn't the main story here. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, he just keeps fighting this guy. Whatever. Who cares? What in the fuck? 
Yeah, he does it again. He Once uses again. folk. Uh, he uses jet jacked uh, is jet the word jacked. that he uses, which is like adrenaline or like amped up. Oh, neat. Um, issue three. This um, is the word offa also. Yeah. Instead of get off of me, it's get, get off of me. O F F A. Get off of yeah. me. Yeah. What does it mean when he's speaking in red? Uh, red is the like the aggressive side. Okay, sure. So then the third issue is more of the same. He includes the Remember, same. Remember, keep your key handy as you're reading through this. He does. And he adventure. includes at the beginning of each issue. Then. Oh, nice. Here, I'll just yeah. I'll keep. Uh, I'll go ahead and give you the third one. Then so you get into right after. Yeah. Again, there's only four, and again, right. just flip through at your leisure because the story does not matter. Sure. Um, just because it makes no sense. Because what happens is Warrior in the real life we find out is basically like inhabited by an evil spirit from the terrain of testament kind of thing terrain of testament so he's like a real asshole like this kid asks for his autograph and he you know tells him to basically get away from him and the girl that he's with is like (laughs) hey he's just not himself right now yeah and he tells her don't you make excuses for me and he gets out of the uh limo that picks him up from the hospital and his butler or the driver has the wheelchair that he was in he goes your wheelchair chair sir allow me and he goes are you effing kidding me and he throws the wheelchair like up into space (laughs) let's also why is there a green baby in this i don't know okay i don't i'm sorry a green baby shows up yeah um turns into a green child all of it was written by warrior okay it is ink that makes total and draw it's like done the arts by callahan Mm -hmm. but all the story and stuff is warrior yeah this is um this is madness. This yeah. Is this so is. basically evil warrior in the real world just leaves his girlfriend, uh-huh. um, regular or, uh, ultimate warrior, whatever he is in the te- Testament terrain of Testament. I'm so confused now. Yeah. Other place warrior is running and Good all of a sudden God. a plane's crashing out of nowhere. I don't know how there are people on the train of Testament. Okay. This whole thing makes no sense. It's like the Val jet. I'm just going to read part of this. Yeah. Because this whole, it's a plane crashing and like catching on fire with people on it. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing, what you're going to know, and I'm not diving into it because it's a lot of, you know, mumbo jumbo he believed in stuff. And uh, that's just kind of weird and out there. But this one, just to me, (laughs) it's like Mayday. We got major flames. Jesus. Uh, It's the curse of the spawn. These are what passengers are saying as it's going down. He says it's the curse of the spawn while he's holding a spawn comic book. And then one guy says, oh, that's what it was. I forgot about that. Hold on, Mike. Hey, hang on. I, I need to I need to refer to something here. Um, <laughs> is when, it in that one or is it in the, this the, one? To this one, when he gets out of the uh, hospital. Is it the doctor? The doctor says, man, yes. I got some preposterous flatulence. And then in the next next panel, we've got his fans who I guess are being okay. Whoever did this is not great at hands because everybody's got their hands in their pockets. Uh, there's one guy up front wearing a dark side comics shirt. The guy next to him is wearing a shirt with a mouth open that says "Get beefed, eat sushi." And then for some reason, Ren and Stimpy are in this. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too. Why is, are Ren and Stimpy in this? Don't know. Don't know. And if you keep going, Mike, later when the uh, plane crashes, yeah, then I'm like, you know, uh, he's just so. This is evil warrior. When the plane crashes, though, I told you about the guy complaining about the spawn. There's a guy on an oxygen mask that says, "Man, I just shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> this can't be real." Wow. 
Oh. So, like, I don't know why this plane is crashing. And then the cop or one, the pilot goes, we're going to die. And the other pilot says, shut the hell up, you born-again freak. And, yes, you certainly can kiss your ass. Goodbye. Yeah. yeah. Here's what I don't understand is at this point, like, I don't get where the born-again comes from because no. there's no reference whatsoever. No. Yeah. Just seems like he just felt the need to put it in there. Okay. And again, that's it's his. He self-published it. He sure, can put whatever he sure. wants to he in. Can. Yeah. And he did. Uh, and he did. Sure. Um, but then, so the plane crashes, and here's another thing that you will find out about uh, Ultimate Warrior is he goes to save people from the wreckage because uh-huh. a hand breaks out, and his tassels that can talk say, "Stop him! Evolution has no place for altruism." That's right. We don't need to take care of people. Okay. So. um, This one guy's melting. Yeah. And he just leaves him. Instead, he goes and he decides to kill a two-headed snake instead. Okay. Don't know why. Sure. And then he winds up at like this emerald-looking city on the terrain of Testament. Back in the real world. Hang, hang on. Okay. Uh, after he kills the two-headed snake, it, it goes sp- sp- splatter. And then he breaks into like this this pose, you know, like you've seen Ultimate Warrior many times where yeah. he's got both arms to his sides, you know, and he's really flexing his muscles. And apparently that makes the sound of Swaz's nip. Swaz's nip. And then, <laughs> and then he says, sacrifices in the name of destrucity. Wow. That's great. Good deal. Yep. Uh, and back now in the, we're at Slippery's Pool and Suds. There you go. At Slippery's sure. Pool and Spuds. <laughs> they just... Spool I couldn't suds. get that out. Yeah. It's just pulling potatoes. Um, <laughs> pool and Spuds. That's not a bad business plan. Uh, no, it's not really. Sure. Um, Warrior's just drinking there. Somebody in the bar decides to act tough and try to beat him up, and he ends up like just you know yeah. taking everybody out in there. Yeah. Like just straight up murking fools with a, but he's got like a like a high kick that he puts to this guy's chin. Yeah, and he's wearing a shirt that says Mambo. Yeah. Well, then on the next page, hey, butt breath. Can't you read? The sign says no smoking. Uh, hey, butt breath. Then at the end of it, we get like a warrior, and <laughs> it says breath. number four coming out, like hyping the next issue. Uh huh. We get another page about hey, this is what destrucity is again. You get an ad for Spawn's War of Retribution. So Spawn oh, yeah. had an ad in here. You know, you get an ad for Chaos Comics. So he's, you know, able mm-hmm. to get some. Mm-hmm. And then there's Warrior Warrior Wisdom coming in issue number four. In your face, up your nose, riding your ass, cutting you no slack. Mm. Is what it says. Up your nose. Yep. Okay. And then it gives the whole explanation again. And then, Mike, that is what caught my eye at the end of the third one. Uh-huh. You see the uh, color ad there? Or the ad with it's an ad with a bunch of crayons behind it, right? Uh-huh. Can you read that? I mean, it's hard to read because of the font. Ultimate Creations Inc. Warrior is looking for artists who are up to more than just crayon crushing, pencil shoving, and ink dipping no good. What is this shit artwork? We can also do without the ball busting give me five hundred dollars a page plus royalties. Um, title indeed. Title indeed to all the pages. Attitude of these assholes. But if you are wanting to show the world just how fragging good you are and get a fair price while you're setting the record straight, we might be interested in seeing your stuff. If you're an established artist who loves what you do but are looking to get paid fairly 
and regularly and are of a healthy ego. Which is funny to me because Warrior was (laughs) never of a healthy ego. Not an overblown one. Warrior, that's not the end of the sentence. That's not the person. It's Warrior the comic. Sure. Warrior could be the project where your voice is heard best throughout the comic industry. But don't expect me to listen to it. Wait, what? Seriously. If you're serious, seriously, if you're serious, send your goods, your artwork, Einstein, to Always Believe in Warrior, Ultimate Creations, Inc., 15560 North Frank Lloyd Wright Boulevard, Boulevard, Suite B-1-409, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85260. So I was like, huh, that's weird. Yeah, so, so he like then, fired his artists at the so end of this comic. So what happened to Jim Callahan with pencils and ink? <laughs> and then I get to, you know what? Before we get there, before let me save that because let me show you in between this time because there was some time off. <laughs> sure. No, uh, no, come on. There was a little bit of time off from issue three artists. to issue four sure. where a Christmas special came out. Oh, boy. And all that is is just a collection. I think basically somebody was given... <laughs> The phrase Ultimate Warrior Saves Christmas because uh, it's just a page full of pinups. Mm. Like, that's all this is in here. And it's mm. Ultimate Warrior is like he's scaring kids apparently on Christmas. Yeah. Um, he's in their house. Just there's... wait. There's one that we're going to get to that when we get to. Oh, oh there he is choking out choking the, Grinch, the Grinch. Yeah. Right. Mm hmm. There he is, I guess, like listening to he's kids. He's like a mall Santa. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He's. Uh, killing something. Yeah, I can't tell. Popping out. There we go. What am I looking at here? Um, he's got Santa in chains at the North Pole, and I guess he's whipping him. Um, big fat Santa with big boobs. I don't think he's whipping him. That's his. Uh, remember the oh, banners on are, his. Those are his banners that talk and live. Yeah. Um, but it's super weird. Yeah, he's got it's like Santa. an SMM fantasy with Santa. Yeah, huh? So okay. it's kind of super weird. Well, that's neat. There's also one of him with like I guess severed elf heads, but oh, he's yeah. having the elves work for oh, him. You gotta, you gotta take those elves out. Uh, I think he's helping the homeless. I can't tell okay. what he's doing in that one. Yeah. Uh, he's this picking one, up a truck. Picking I guess. up a truck, and there's bad guys. Then there and he is Santa? with the teddy bear, but. I guess that's his comic down at the bottom. I think that's what that's supposed to be. Okay. There we go. Oh, boy. Yeah. So now we've got a big fat Santa in his underwear laying on the ground. He looks like he's been assaulted. Uh, He has a bottle of whiskey and a whiskey glass that's fallen over. And then Ultimate is putting on Santa's pants. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And, I don't know uh, what happened here. It, it's funny too because if if you look, it's kind of odd. Um, <laughs> did you notice that too, Mike? Are we talking about the white stuff on Santa? Yeah. Or the shit on the floor? Wait, is there shit on the floor? <laughs> oh, there is. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, somebody's like, oh, it's supposed to be sweat. Um, hmm. That's some awful opaque sweat. I think whoever drew this, and I'm trying to remember. Oh, it was Callahan. Oh, boy. It looks like. um, I think Callahan threw in something there. It looks like Ultimate Warrior uh, sexually assaulted. It does. It looks like he has relieved himself right on Santa's 
big fat butt. And so that is the that's the that's the whole thing. Arm. No, that was the Christmas. It was just pinups. That's oh, all the Christmas boy. thing was. No what story. A special Christmas that was that year. So then we get issue number four, which is the last issue here. Mike, so this is like three and a half. Tell me if you notice anything different. Oh my god! Right? Yeah, it's uh, it's drawn very poorly. Uh, well, I mean, I guess it's I not know. poorly. It's just it's all it's black different. and white. It's all black and white. There is no color in the fourth issue whatsoever. So squished. And it is a completely different art style. Yeah, it is. This is one of those people who wrote in. Yep. Uh, this is done by the, it's uh, Sharp Boys. Sharp Boys. Sure. Right? So everything's different. Well, they could get over themselves. They didn't bring their inflated yeah. ego. So for me, I could have read through this and Holy I kind of like. crap, this is hard to read. Yes. I could have read through it, and I like flipped through to try Wowzers. to follow it some, but um, like it was just too much for me. There's a scene uh, here where somehow he like goes through. There's so much detail; it's too much detail in some of it. Uh huh. I, I don't even know if that makes sense. Yeah, and that's no, what I mean. No, it, but there's something. It, it makes total sense. It's like it. It's like a. Um. You remember those those or you've seen some of those uh like keep on trucking comics and stuff yeah. from like the seventies. Yeah. You know, the big eyeball and all that stuff and the, you know, just the the amazing detail that's in these things. This is what this reminds me of. It's just it's so friggin' detailed. So I'm trying to read it is. And so I'm trying to read through this and follow it the best that I can. And I know what's going on kind of in general that this is now 1997, I think. He is out of wrestling again. I he has been like, fired again for the third time for, from WWF. And yeah. this is before the WCW run. I bring that up because there's a quote in here where it goes, one more stop for, our, uh, where is this at? Oh, it goes, and I got to tell you, Warrior handed it to them on a silver platter. First he goes Oh, first he gouges Vince McMahon's eyes by giving him the F off, and now this. Oh, man. Unbelievable. This has got to be sports entertainment's greatest hour. So I'm like, he's taking shots at Vince already. And I was like, oh, yeah, he's not in with the company anymore. So he's getting stuff out. And there's a tag on the <laughs> end of this where it just says next ep uh, issue. And so they tease the next issue, but there's not one. But then there's this thing called Warrior's Wisdom. Wait, lose the insipid attitude shit for sense. Yeah. Shit for sense. It's It makes no sense. Like, I can't describe the story because I don't. Hey, Catch, did you snatch all the ephedrine canisters? Yeah. What is this? Like, it's like a Mad Max kind of thing or what? In a way. Huh. What was latent is now active. The physical begins to actuate. Millions of complex, intricate faculties answered by one act. Movement each corresponding to another's call, pushing forth the greatest machine man has ever known, the human body, its potential unknown, its creator, oneself. Wow. And then, like, Howard Stern's on TV down here. My goodness, folks. Um, I haven't been baffled by many of these things that you've brought to me, Zach. Yeah. But this is, this is baffling. So I'm like, he's going after Vince, and then I get to the very end. Do you remember when... This does feel like somebody just trying to drive you insane. I mean, this is like... This is this is, this it being, is If nutty. it were in color, it would, it would help a lot. I think it's it being all in black and white. I guess. I don't know, but it's... I don't know, man. 
Hello, biggin. So, but <laughs> at the very end. Yeah. Yeah, let's and go I don't, again. I don't mean yeah, to I rush can't. you. No, 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 no. You're, you're very, very good. But, I, I just kind of, I'm getting lost. So we in get this to, thing. yeah, no, you're yeah, right, right here at the very end. Okay, warrior wisdom. Warrior wisdom. You see how hard that, that is to read? Yeah. No, that's too so many words. It, it's super hard, even on like the digital version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, they put black font on gray, uh -huh. and there's some on red, and then red on white, which oh is so hard God. to read, and then white on. So, like, you can't read any of this. There is so much here. It is four pages. And I was like, what in the world? And I look, and you want to know what the title of it is? Huh. Callahan is a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it says at the very top, Mike. Oh, it does say and that. And so That's I want to give, I'm going to give some credit here because I found this on, I had to look for this, and it's on a something, I Google search, so let me pull it up. It's on the somethingawful.com, the forms from there. Somebody by the name of, and I want to get, I don't know if their name is Added Space. Uh, I think, yeah, Added Space. And I think he and his wife or girlfriend, he goes, thanks to Miss Space for helping me read this section that were nearly illegible, or illegible due to bad coloring. Mm -hmm. So do you want to know? And that's the thing is it ends after that note, just the end. Mm -hmm. Number five ships in May. Number mm -hmm. five never shipped. Basically, he goes, Callahan, this piece of shit. You heard me. Don't just take my word for it. Let me tell you the story. Okay. And all four pages is that story, Mike. Yeah. Here's what I can tell from it because I just could not read. Like some of it, it looks like it cut out and like there's some you can't put together. So you can't put okay. together the whole thing. Okay. But he lays out like, hold on. I want to find just, I don't want to read the whole letter because we'd mm. be here all day. Yeah, please don't. But let me find some of the, uh, I feel like it's one of those things that uh, if you read it goes. out loud, it would it's drive time. Here he goes. Uh, so it's time someone took a stand and lanced this boil. Cause he's talking about so-called experts are writing a lot about the problems in the comic industry, but mm. few dare point the accusing finger. He's taken upon himself to do it. Oh, he God. says, I'm pointing the finger at irresponsible artists who claim attention deficit syndrome. We didn't call it attention deficit disorder at that time. Apparently we called mm. it attention deficit syndrome, syndrome. in 97. Sure. Uh, as an excuse to leave their work unfinished and flit from one publisher to flit. another. Any young buck can put out a book or two, but buck. only experience can show anyone has the endurance to uh, reliably produce. So he goes on and on. And he's like, it's up to me to set an example. And I offer up as a sacrifice one Jim Callahan. And then he just starts laying into him. Talks about how much they agreed to per page, his penciling deal, how Jesus. they got done on three, and that he had some health problem that he told him about. And then that uh, he paid him his money up front for, like, he's putting it all in this letter. Oh he paid God. him his money up front wow. to uh, for issue four because he knew he was having a seizure, or a seizure, uh, a procedure. Can't talk now. Um, he talked about that. Like, well, this will do that to you. That's what I'm he saying. Was like, yeah. He, think, Warrior says that, you know, you told me about your health problems and I told mm -hmm. you, oh, you should probably have that fixed sooner rather than later, but you didn't listen to me. Then you finally came to a time where you needed to have it fixed and I paid you ahead of time so you could have that, you know, procedure done. And then you still didn't give me a book. Oh, you'll give it to me this time. Oh, you'll give it to me that time. You never did it. He was like, you know, the state of California courts or whatever for child custody have called me because oh I gave you money God. to pay for that. He was like, I can't believe wow. that you'd be such a scumbag, like not to take care of your kids. What a guy. Dude, he is just lambasting them through this whole thing. Mm. So that's what I find. And it goes, 
uh, I'll end. I'll just read the last part of his yeah, letter, please. I guess, just to sum it up. Sure. Um, you may be asking me why I'm going on at such lengths about this. One word, responsibility. Take 20 minutes and go and listen to the new the news. The whole world's perception of right and wrong has become crazy. People like Callahan get sympathy and told about how hard life is. Chances are are his newborn again. Oh, that's the thing too. Sorry, I didn't include that. Oh. He also brings up the fact that uh, at one point in time, like your kids called me Uncle Warrior and my wife Aunt Dana, and you had them. You know, they loved reading our books. Now they can't read my books because of the filth that's in there and stuff because you're crazy and you're born again. And he's like, I bet your born again friends are telling you I'm the antichrist. It's okay to steal money from the antichrist. Like he's doing stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, I was about to get to that line. Sorry. Yeah. The whole world's perception of right and wrong. Um, chances are his newborn again, friends have convinced him that I'm the antichrist. Uh, it's not wrong to cheat and steal from the antichrist, Jimmy, how evil I am telling. Yeah. So he calls him Jimmy, (laughs) how evil I am telling people to take control of their own lives instead of letting the church do it. Jim Callahan is the kind of person, Mike Reniger of fan magazine, the guy who got bread shoved down his throat. (laughs) talked so vaguely about hey callahan when i come for you don't bother looking over your shoulder i'll be looking for you right in the eyes irresponsibility is irresponsibility no excuse tolerating it just allows the system to crumble ever wonder why more people aren't called out it's because telling the truth takes courage when you accuse someone you put your own actions and credibility on the line i'll stand by all my words and actions that is how I live. Challenge me if you want. I am warrior, and I am ultimately responsible. Presented by Ultimate Creations of Scottsdale, Arizona, Warrior Whereabouts. Call 1-900-288-WARR. 295 a minute, 18 plus. Touchtone only. Updated every 72 hours. If you are under 18, ask mom or dad for permission. So that is where this ends. <laughs> like, again, I could spend so much time, and Yikes. there's a lot of time you can talk about just the craziness that wow. was the ultimate warrior. So you teased this with me about it being nuts, but I did not realize that it was this insane. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is like, I couldn't, I couldn't finish it to tell you what it was about. No, this is literally a crazy person that, that has been given a platform. But what I did discover that was better to me was the fact, the underneath story of it, of how he produces a comic book. Mm -hmm. People in the industry tell him it's too hard to read. He assaults the guy for doing that, mm-hmm. apparently, or he wants with you to bread. with bread. Sure. And then it's like, oh, he's right. It tries to explain it. Super confusing. Still doesn't help. Uh-huh. Has to include the key, like in every yeah. issue. Yeah. That already yeah. should tell you it's bad. Yeah. By the third issue, is having problems with his colorist <laughs> and looks, takes an ad out in his own comic, which I guess, you know, that's the place to do it if you own it. I guess. Then finds a completely another you know artist to take over. And has a letter at the end of it, a four-page letter, blasting the previous one. Well, it's Sharp Boys. Yeah. It was just, it was, it was fun and funny to me, and it's just this so fantastic. weird. Yeah. I, I, and here's the thing, man. I I don't want to belittle like mental health issues, right? No. But but you can clearly tell there is something wrong with this guy. It's well, and that's the thing too. Is uh, I think the best way to put it is in the comment that I've heard from Jim Cornette when he told the story on his podcast. I think I played it for you a little bit as he talks about, they left the office or the office. They left the meeting with warrior Yeah, and he looked at them and was like, did you guys understand an effing thing he just said? Yeah. And they go, yeah, that's just warrior. Wow. 
but like the stories that were told, it's. I've been watching a lot of like true crime stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And the the underlying issue with most of the true crime things is that they let um, mental health issues go unchecked. You know that that happens a lot in these things, and um, this feels like one of those things. I, I don't know that this guy ever committed terrible acts, but he sure sure feels like it. Because boy, when you when you go from this first issue and you just start kind of thumbing through stuff, right? Well, he had nothing to do with the very right. First I get one, that. Though. I get that. But again, you go from there. And then you go into a pretty impressive looking comic. You know, it feels kind of like Spawnish yeah. or something to it, right? I mean, these are the same kind of guys here producing this stuff. And then you get into some of the black and white with the weird story. Now you've started getting into more of the um, just uh, weird. Well, it's not, it, it's the, it's again, he's got like this manifesto. I, that's the only way I know to describe it. It's a manifesto that's played out as a comic book, basically. Um, and I, I think the guy probably believed all these things. Oh, no, for sure. Wow. How many times you got to get hit in the head? Wow. Woof. Okay. Well, good job. Uh, if you want to, if you're interested. Sorry about your insanity. Just, huh? <laughs> Sorry about your coming insanity. Uh, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> if I mean, it's, it's definitely... I will tell you, um, I am a huge wrestling fan, uh, and it's not in a way of like, well, I'll say, like I, I can enjoy and I appreciate, and I've told Mike this before, I can enjoy and appreciate like really uh, or just good matches. Um, like I enjoy two people putting on and sure. just what they're able to accomplish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not one of those, like, I know people want to be the whole, like, oh, you know, it's, you know, predetermined, all that's right. fine. Whatever. Um, I it's take, theater. Exactly. Yeah. It's live. It's close to live theater. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a very, it's yeah. live physical theater. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but I enjoy what they do and I think it takes talent. Uh, sure. and I've always just been more to me cause it's very much like, um, just these larger than life people. And I've mm-hmm. always gravitated mm-hmm. to the behind the scenes things. Yeah. So like, how yeah. do you have like so many type A personalities in like one place. Like how many, how do you have, like you hear all these crazy stories about things they did, like the, the ways they act and stuff like that. So if you mm-hmm. ever want to go down a rabbit hole and just see some more crazy, Ultimate yeah. Warrior is a great place That's to start. The guy. Yeah. Um, he's, he might not be the worst, but um, he, uh, who would you say is the worst? Like the worst how so? I don't know. I'll tell you like, that's what I'm saying. I mean like who's, who's here's, here's what I'll tell you. The worst you've heard of. Like personality wise, that kind of thing. Action. He was, uh, I've heard a lot of people like. He really is. Was one of the toughest. Yeah. 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 Uh, he, nobody liked working with him. Yeah. Um, it, nobody, not even just like wrestling with him. Like I heard mean Gene, uh, Oakland talk about how, uh, like doing promos and stuff with him. Like, yeah, you never understood what he said. Like it was just so hard. Yeah. Um, you, you, you tend to forget that these are real people. Yeah. But they're like, here's, but it's like Hulk Hogan's up there too. Because I don't imagine that's the thing. Uh, there is, I don't think there is and I I don't want to get sued. So I don't want to say it like that. Mm. Um, how can I say it? You know, one of the, I think it could, it could be argued by some people maybe 
that there could or couldn't maybe be a bigger liar out there than Terry Balea, a.k.a. Hulk Hogan. Oh, really? Yeah. I just well, I think through his actions, we've seen a lot of that. Yeah. Well, I just remember like watching like you remember MTV Cribs. Mm -hmm. Like I remember they did an episode with him. And, like, they go through and he's showing stuff off. And he's like, oh, these are the boots that I wore during WrestleMania right. 3 when I sli slammed Andre the Giant. I was the first person to slam Andre the Giant. It's but also he, sad, uh, you know, a couple days later, man, uh, he passed away after that, too. A couple things wrong with that story. Yeah. First of all, Hulk Hogan was not. Uh, if Andre, like, Andre had let other people slam him, obviously right. he had to be comfortable with you. And it needed to sure. work for what they were doing. Sure, but sure. he had done it before. Right. I'm pretty sure Big John studded me and slammed him before. Yeah. Um, I know way too much about this. So. Uh, but then also, um, WrestleMania three happened in 1988, mm. 87, okay. 87 happened in 1987. Uh, Andre the giant died in 1991. Mm. So, uh, he's off by about four years. Sure. And it's just things like that all the time. Of just What's the next the uh, drummer or was a guitar player in Metallica. Like he, he always, yeah, dude, there's like, uh, there's he told that story. Yeah. There's wow. a lot of crap like that out there. Thanks. It's, it's huh. hilarious. It's, right. it's entertaining. Poor but, um, uh, uh, we're not going to dive into wrestling next week. I was trying to, uh, <laughs> we're going to hey, say this was, this was great between. though, by the way. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, it was out there. I know. And we got and, a, we got a uh, peek at your, uh, your, your, uh, obsession uh, with wrestling. Yeah, it is. It's that in sport. Like there's things in life that, uh, I just have always loved and always dove in. Usually when I love something, I dive in head first and comic books were always something like that. Wrestling was always something like that. Sports in yeah. general was always something like that. Yeah. So always that kind of guy. And, uh, yeah, there's just stuff that you just end up like hanging on to and storing that you don't realize until like you start talking, you're like, blah, 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 and you start spinning it all out. And you're like, man, all right. I really, uh, I, I do know more about it than I think I'm trying to look at the schedule because we talked about it a little bit last week, Mike, mm -hmm. uh, we have a one year anniversary coming up and it's, it's going that to just be floors me by the way. That's I know. Just, that's crazy. So our current, our current, uh, issue episode, yeah. if you're listening to it right now, it uh it is the week of June sixth. Yeah. Um, but our first show debuted on June fourteenth of twenty twenty one. Wow. So how about we will do I'll I'll do a one year special in a way. Yeah. And we'll do it the week so next week we'll do a one year special. Okay. And we'll go back to a superhero that um people know. Um uh, it's my favorite superhero, um, which is Batman. But mm. we're gonna focus on a story from the eighties. That has been described as some as uh, not Brick Bat, not Brick Bat. Okay, no, that was Seven Eleven. Sure, uh, which go back and listen to Seven Eleven. Great episode. That was fun. Uh, we are going to get back to some more of those ridiculous yeah, sure, sure. Uh, public domain characters. We just need to kind of dabble out a little bit. But there's a book. It was kind of a, a graphic novel, a, a larger, a prestige format kind mm, of yeah. of a story told in four parts called Batman: The Cult in '88. Uh, uh, some people describe it; as they love it. It's mm -hmm. one of the like under the radar, like really good books. Some people call it a very weird kind of strange book. Right. Um, it introduces uh, Deacon Blackstone, which is a character that I know has appeared in the uh, Arkham video game. So mm -hmm. I think for our anniversary, um, unless 
uh, we just start doing, because there's three versions. Remember, there's three iterations of Black Condor. Mm. Unless we did the first one. I focus on the middle Black Condor. Do we want to do, you know what? It, it, it didn't happen long. I think I'll throw that in too. Okay. Just, it feels right. like for each anniversary special, we'll also cover another version of Black Condor. Super so I'll do the second. packed episode. I'll do the, so next week we got Batman Cult. Uh-huh. And, uh, or, or maybe I'll even do it the week after, but we'll tease it as part yeah. of the one year anniversary. Sure. We'll also give you, uh, another look at black condor maybe. Then Wonderful. Too. So that's what you can expect coming up. As always, we appreciate you <laughs> listening. Find us on Instagram, bro, hero, or email us bros, foes, and heroes at gmail.com. Also, uh, make sure to check out rogue media network as well. The great family of podcasts that I get to be a part of yeah. that we all are a part of and uh, tons of great stuff out there to listen uh, aside from us too. So make sure to check that out too. Um, Mike, anything you'd like to, man, I, I just want to, as we approach this one year anniversary, I just, I just want to thank you again for bringing this concept and for all the great research you do. Well, thank you. I mean, seriously, I'm, I mean, I'm, that's not a joke. If, if anything, uh, to the, you know, 12 of you that are listening, we appreciate it. <laughs> and if, if anything, okay, the 14 13, of you that are, yeah. Oh, I was yeah, close. You overshot. I did. Um, but if anything, like it helped, like, it's something I look forward to every yeah. week of just no, being able to sit here super fun. and talk to Mike. Uh, yeah, we have, we have comics. We have something to talk about, yeah, but he sure. usually drives every, you know, off to everything else, but we have fun doing it. So as always appreciate you and uh, look forward to many, many more uh, weird and crazy stuff in the future here as well. But until next time, stay safe, everybody. Got a gun. Get folked. Frozen. Frozen. Heroes. Gonna tell you about Frozen. Frozen. Heroes. Gonna tell you about This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.